together, everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are in the midst of awards season. As far as the major awards go, there has been a new one announced. The Rookie of the Year awards have been announced in each league. Corbin Carroll is a National League Rookie of the Year winner. Gunnar Henderson is the American League Rookie of the Year winner. Each of them were unanimous. So no surprises here. Of course, it's unanimous. And I think everyone really saw this coming, and this was this was not really a surprise. Definitely with both of these guys leading their clubs, I mean, among the league leaders in many categories. You had a leadoff man and center fielder for the D-backs. His name is Corbin Carroll, and then you have a you know a third baseman slash shortstop in Gunnar Henderson. And these guys, these guys were just phenomenal in 2023. I mean. For Corbin Carroll, we knew he was going to have a lot of hype coming into the season because he signed that huge contract. The Diamondbacks saw his potential early, and they, they awarded him with a big contract. You know, with, I can't remember his service time, but very little service time already, and he was already he was already considered to be the face of the franchise. And he rewarded them handsomely. Rewarded them handsomely. I mean, he got a cup of coffee in 2022, came back for his... You know, real rookie season, his full first full season of 2023, and just lit the baseball world on fire. He started the All-Star game. He was in the MVP conversation in the first half. Kind of slowed down a bit in the second half, but you know that eight-year, $111 million deal is paying huge dividends already. Corbin Carroll on the season hit 285 with 25 homers and 76 RBIs. He had an 868 OPS. Corbin Carroll stole 54 bases on the season, hit 10 triples. And yeah, he did all that as a rookie. This is his age 22 season. The future is bright for this young man. The future is very bright, and that's that's how you do it. That's how you put up big rookie numbers. Gunnar Henderson, similar deal. Made his debut in 2022, but didn't play enough games to lose his Rookie status. So his first full season was 2023. He actually had a higher war than Corbin Carroll in 2023. He had 255 with 28 homers, 82 ribbies, an 814 OPS. And he was playing good defense out there. Playing good defense at shortstop. He was primarily playing shortstop. Played 150 games for the Orioles. And won the Silver Slugger at shortstop. You know, that bat, that bat is legit. That bat is legit for Gunnar Henderson, you know, helped lead the Orioles back to the postseason for the first time in, I believe, what was it, like seven years? First time in seven years. And, of course, uh, same with the D-backs. They went back to the postseason. So the future is in good hands with both these players. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, it wasn't long ago that both these guys were teenagers playing on a showcase squad. You know, so they, they know each other from, from back then, from showcase ball. And now they're at the big league level winning rookie of the year. It's, it's unreal. So those are your unanimous rookies of the year. I mean, just to kind of honorable mention it. I mean, is there really any point? All 30 first place votes went to Corbin Carroll in the National League. You know, the other guys, they're just, the names are there, but I mean, Kodai Senga got 22 second place votes, I guess, if you want to mention that. And then you had other guys down ballot, but it doesn't really matter. In the American League, 
all 30 first place votes went to Gunnar Henderson, then Tanner Bybee had 20 second place votes. And once again, no really big deal there because Gunnar Henderson ran away with it. So, unanimous rookies of the year. Congrats to both those players. In other news, in other news, the Astros have named Joe Espada as their new manager. So after Dusty Baker retired, Dusty Baker retired, you know, and, uh, you know, he's stepping away from baseball after many, many seasons as a player, as a manager, all the above. Now the Astros just promote from within. They promote Joe Espada from within, someone who's been on their bench for a while, and he's going to be the new manager of the 20th manager of the Houston Astros, they say. So we'll see. I mean, it's just a managerial move. I think the Astros were fine regardless. And, uh, yeah, they're going to try to run it back next year. Try to get past uh, the big bad Rangers in 2024. By the way, with the uh, new rules for prospect promotion incentives, you know, that's with the new um, uh, collective bargaining agreement. The way it works is that even if you are someone like Tanner, Tanner Bybee, he finishes the runner up in this year's rookie of the year. He's going to earn a full year of service time for 2023 for his efforts. So what that does is it disincentivizes service time manipulation because now players who you call up, even if you keep them down in the minor leagues, if you call them up for part of the season and they play really well to get some of these you know, votes, if you're a runner up in the rookie of the year, you're not going to get credit for the full year of service time. So now teams are going to be like, well, there's no point in keeping a talented player down because if they're going to be up here in the big leagues and, and play really well, then you know we might as well have them on the roster from opening. That's that's the thought, and it is true. I mean, it is true. Now we're seeing a lot more prospects being called up far more aggressively than they were before. Service time manipulation is is kind of a, a lost thing. It's not it's not really happening anymore. It really isn't. So, yeah, I mean, the Orioles and the D-backs are going to get an extra draft pick because they have someone who won Rookie of the Year. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the way it is. Getting rewarded for promoting prospects. In other news, there are some rumors that the D-backs, Reds, and Angels are interested in Jamer Candelario. So a bunch of teams have, have expressed interest in this guy. You know, when you're looking for a third baseman, his name, his name is coming up. You know, Arizona is the most straightforward of these three teams because... Evan Longoria hit free agency, which leaves the D-backs with a third base group of Emmanuel Rivera, Jace Peterson, and rookie Jordan Lawler. Jordan Lawler, the rookie, I mean, we're talking about a team that just had the rookie of the year. So Lawler retains his rookie eligibility next season. He's one of baseball's most talented prospects, but he only has 30 games above the AA level. But I just said a moment ago that they're not really doing service time manipulation, so they might run with this kid. But neither... Of those other two guys, Manuel Rivera and Jace Peterson, bring much to the table offensively. So the question is, do you, do you run with the rookie in Jordan Lawler? Or, you know, I mean, he's 21 years old. He's 21 years old. He's still, still young. Send him to AAA for a bit and let him prove his value at AAA because you know, he's, he's only played above AAA 30 games. And in the meantime, you go out you get a short-term Offensive boost like Jamer Candelario was proven at the big league level. The switch hitter, you know, combined for 251 with 
no, around a doing quick math there. It's gonna be like a eight, eight oh seven, an eight oh seven OPS, twenty two home runs in twenty twenty three, splitting time between the Nationals and the Cubs. So you you have that option, and that's that's a legitimate option. I mean, for the Angels, for them, I mean, getting some production would be welcome. Yes, they have Anthony Rendon. They owe him one hundred fourteen million over the next three seasons. That dude is just pretty much. Cashing checks at this point, he hasn't played much baseball, let alone he's been... I mean, we know he's been ineffective while he's been on the field. He's just really even been on the field in the first place. So, the Angels don't really have a viable third baseman right now who can stay on the field. And then, Candelario also has some experience at first base. So, even if the Angels get him, they could put him at first. But things are a little unsettled for the Halos. They have Nolan Shonwell. He held the job for the final few months of the season. You know, he was just drafted in 2023. And then a few weeks later made his major league debut which is which is remarkable and he managed a 402 on base percentage on the year that's that's crazy that's crazy so he he's someone who who held it down there uh yeah it's, it's crazy but he has all of 22 career minor league games and he did not provide any kind of power in his first big league move look although he is expected to hit for power moving forward and of course the outlook at DH is dependent on the Shohei Otani decision, but he's probably gone. And then the Reds have a pretty crowded infield. I don't, I don't know if he's if Kyle is going to be a good fit there. So we'll see. But uh, Candelario is is someone that that is on the market for teams looking for third baseman. So not much else going on right now. Of course, it's award season. We'll find out who you know, the manager of the year. They, they just kind of ramp up. You know, it's going to be rookie of the year. Manager of the year, um, then you'll see Cy Young, then you'll see MVP, of course. So we'll see how that goes, but that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.